Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Saudi Arabia bans imports of Canadian wheat and barley over a diplomatic dispute. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com and South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural precision ag and lawn and garden products. Saudi Arabia says it will not be buying any Canadian wheat or barley as a diplomatic dispute between the two countries spills over into the grain market. On the weekend, Canada criticized Saudi Arabia for detaining female bloggers and activists. The Saudi government responded with a number of political and economic sanctions, including a notice to stop all purchases of Canadian wheat and barley. It's not a big deal for wheat, but the Saudis are a traditional buyer of Canadian feed barley. Last year, the Saudis purchased 135,000 metric tons of feed barley. During the 2017-18 crop year, about 7% of total feed barley exports. The president of Cereals Canada, Cam Dahl, says the Saudis did not provide any clues about how long the measures will continue. We have noticed from the uh, Saudi Grains Organization that uh, they will not be purchasing Canadian wheat and barley going forward. So that is quite unfortunate and it's not a, a huge market, but it's, it's never good news to lose a market. Dahl was surprised by the trade action. He says Saudi Arabia is an important feed barley market for Canada. We uh, exported about 135,000 tons of barley to Saudi Arabia. That is a significant part of our barley exports. We export about 1.9 million tons of barley a year. So it is a, it's an important market for feed barley. It has been for a very long time. Uh, for wheat, it's, it's not as much. We exported about 70,000 tons, uh, and that's against about uh, uh, 16.2 million tons of, of exports in the last crop year. It's not as big as, as wheat. It is significant for barley, but every market is important, and uh, I do want to emphasize that because we're seeing protectionism grow around the world, and we're seeing more and more concerns about trade. Uh, we're seeing countries like Italy, for example, that are are using non-tariff barriers to block trade. So this is, is another example. Saskatchewan farmers really do depend on foreign markets to move their products, and we're seeing protectionist pressures grow around the world. Dahl says there were no clues on when the ban would be lifted. It was just a, a message that they're not buying from us anymore, so I'm not sure how long this one is, is going to be lasting. G3 Canada Grain Company is partly owned by an arm of the Saudi government, and Dahl is unsure what impact the ban will have on the company. Hot, dry weather this week is expected to hasten the ripening process for many crops across Saskatchewan. The senior climatologist for Environment Canada, David Phillips, says southern Saskatchewan is expected to have hot, dry weather for the coming week or longer. Well, Jim, I never know what to wish or hope or pray for farmers in this this kind of month. Uh, and uh, they certainly don't want to have monsoonal rains where they're mired in muck, their big heavy equipment. And yet we know they need rains across all of southern and central uh, Saskatchewan. And, you know, I mean, nature has come through in a little bit of way the first few days of uh, August. Uh, we've seen maybe, I think, uh, Regina's had about 13 millimeters of rain. Out in Yorkton way about 22 millimeters, but less elsewhere 
elsewhere, Moose Jaws had about 10, but I think Estevan just saw about 2 millimeters of rain. So certainly not enough to correct the situation of just too dry a kind of a growing season. But certainly it just doesn't look like there's a cloud in the sky this week at all. We see temperatures that are just rocketing up there. I mean, it's uh, when you have temperatures of 35 degrees, we're calling for a high on, on uh, Thursday, Friday. I mean, that's about 9 or 10 degrees warmer than it should be. So clearly there'd be a lots of good harvest weather. It's just that what they're harvesting is in dire need of some uh, of some moisture. Doesn't look like we're going to see any moisture in the next seven days. And, and certainly that is the pattern that we see throughout the harvest from August and into September. We think it will be warmer than normal. You're stuck in that kind of pattern that really began in, in May almost. I think what saved yourself to some degree, because precipitation is, is really down for the growing season in so much of the uh, of uh, Saskatchewan, uh, in some cases, uh, you know, maybe 55 to 60 percent of what you normally would get. So other years have certainly been drier. And in the fact that I think the key thing is that a lot, a lot of uh, it, it, the heat has been not excruciatingly warm. For example, in many parts of Saskatchewan, July was kind of a normal temperature, and uh, and and June was warmer than normal, but and May was too. But that's when we needed the warmth. We needed May to be warm to bring on the harvest, but we certainly would need more precipitation. So our model suggests uh, right through till mid-September that we think it'll be warmer than normal. And we don't often make a pitch on, on precipitation, but our models are showing a drier than normal. So we're almost stuck in this pattern of too hot, too dry for too long, and it's uh, it's going to continue. And as I say, it's it's uh, probably, um, we'd like some rain, but uh, if it was a choice of either having huge amounts or not at all, I think uh, farmers would take the not at all as they're beginning that important harvest season. David Phillips is the senior. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Market Analyst Neil Townsend is checking on crop prospects in the U.S. Corn Belt this week. Prospects are for a strong corn crop this year. Townsend says weather has been mixed with rain and some hot weather. U.S. corn sets a keystone world grain price and will be central to grain prices in the coming year. With the smaller global wheat crop, Townsend says prices will be interesting to watch. Well, I mean, it's been it's been very uh, very supportive right now. I mean, the European situation is is every day seems to be notching it down a little bit. Uh, you know, Germany, uh, places that you know you don't think of too often, but like Sweden, Finland, uh, Bulgaria, all of these countries are suffering uh, lower crops than expected, lower crops than last year, and still further deterioration to come. And I mean, the main thing is just it's raised the level of kind of the bottom of the wheat market up you know, tremendously. We see a very narrow uh, spread right now between Minneapolis and Chicago. Chicago kind of represents the base wheat. And I mean, I just expect that to continue. And then furthermore, coming down the pipeline is is just really bad news continues to stream out of the eastern part of Australia that just doesn't look like there's going to be a correction or time to save the crop. And, you know, some of the production numbers now you hear out of Australia are as low as like 14, 15 million and that's with a West Australian crop that looks, you know, half decent. So, I mean, it, it's pretty amazing. But that shapes up really beneficially to uh, 
the Canadian farmers in the second half of the marketing year, just, I mean, there'll be, a, you know, a gap of five or six or even more million tons of Australian wheat that's just not around for export that they're going to have to come to North America. And it just, you know, I think they're going to buy from Canada first and foremost because it's sometimes sticky to get wheat out of the U.S. The global weather challenges are creating an opportunity for Canadian farmers. It is. I mean, we have to bring our crop home. I mean, uh, some of the early uh, harvest results we've heard uh, have had yields uh, a little bit lower than we maybe anticipated um, and definitely lower than the last couple of years. We're talking about some Manitoba early harvest results. Uh, Still, you know, fairly good. But again, I I think this is a year where just us having a bumper crop isn't going to really hammer the prices down too much because, I mean, the world needs to suck up as much Canadian as possible. And it makes things like our logistical system will be highly important this year. We probably have a record canola crop coming as well. There's going to be strong demand for canola. I mean, uh, and, and the other thing to really keep in mind is that, like, the logistical direction of everything is going to be pointed east and west, mostly west to the west coast. Last year, we had, uh, you know, pretty big programs down to the south for, like, Durham, spring wheat, even, you know, some canola. Uh, that's just not going to be as as important this year. So, I mean, our logistical capacity to the west coast is really going to be, uh, uh, you know, tested this year because, I mean, we're trying to pump out maybe three or four extra million tons of wheat and an extra million tons of canola. So it's, it's going to be a pretty interesting year, I think, shaping up for Canada. And, I mean, again, that can really have a... You know, if we do get into some logistical snafus, and I mean, I certainly hope we don't, but that can have some, you know, kind of negative impact on basis levels and, and kind of, uh, you know, cause some headaches, let's just say that. Townsend says this week's heat wave across the Canadian prairies will reduce yield potential of the crop. And the one crop I think that's particularly sensitive to it uh, is canola, because if it dries out, uh, you know, then it becomes very like uh, prone to shattering and kind of just disintegrating. And uh, we've seen that happen in the past, uh, you know, maybe not last year, but it certainly happened in the past. And uh, that's something that, you know, one big wind kind of after uh, excessive heat could kind of really do some damage to yield potential for canola. So we're watching that very carefully. And definitely, I, I don't think at this stage of the game, we're seeing a yield yield kind of trend towards the upside because the weather we're seeing is the opposite. Yield is trending towards the downside. Neil Townsend is a market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading today. Durham rose 615 at $257.21 per metric ton. Canola gained 650 at 465.42. Oats went up 426 at 166.74. Number one red spring wheat increased $2.74 at $261.22. The rest were all unchanged. Feed barley, $174.63. Flax, $479. Yellow peas, $221.54. Feed wheat, $175.44. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is up 5.5 cents at six thirty-three and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574.
Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, August the 8th. 300 cows and bulls, 375 feeder cattle, 14 cow-calf pairs, over 700 head here for today. Cows and bulls took a tumble this week, at least 5 to 7 lower, and I don't know why. D1, D2 cows, 75 to 85, sales to 88, 89, D3 cows, 65 to 75. Cows are averaging 80 cents. Good bulls, 107 to 117, sales to 118, and right up to 120. Bulls are averaging 109.50. Onto the feeder market. Never sold any feeders yet this morning, but here's last Wednesday's uh, results. Six to seven hundred pound steers, two fifteen to two twenty-two, seven to eight, two ten to two twenty-four, eight to nine hundred pound steers, two dollars to two oh nine. On the heifer side, six to seven hundred pound heifers, one ninety to two oh five, seven to eight, one eighty to one ninety-eight, eight to nine hundred pound heifers, one seventy to one ninety-two. This yearling market selling quite strong right now. If you got yearlings to move, I would make that. I would make a decision. Like one buyer told me, don't have to sell them all, but sell some. Our yard maintenance is done here, so we'll have a sale every Wednesday from now on. These yearlings that we're going to sell this afternoon, I'll have the results next Wednesday on my report. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Try and stay cool out there. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,400 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 126 to 153 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,700 head, selling a range of 118 to 151 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 23 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3023. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.58 cents U.S. U.S. cash prices continue the downward trend amid talk packers could be in no hurry to aggressively source supplies and instead attempt to move the more expensive meat purchased earlier into cold storage. While producers would likely prefer to deliver a bid on the sooner side in anticipation of even lower cash pricing, the plants appear to be in no hurry yet. Lean hog futures are finding it hard to find traction in the absence of any bullish data. Instead, the market has learned from the monthly export numbers released Monday that the Mexican market has imported 5 million pounds less pork than last year, while China imports are also 34% lower. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, but there will be some widespread smoke from forest fires in Alberta and B.C. Wind northwest 20 gusting to 40 today. The high 31 degrees. The low 13. Tomorrow partly cloudy, widespread smoke and hotter. The high 33. The low 16. Friday, really hot, sunny with a high of 38 forecast, the low 17. Saturday, sunny, the high 35, the low 16. Sunday, sunny, the high near 30, the low 13. Monday, sunny, the high 25, the low 12. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 28. The normal high for this time of year is 26, the normal low is 10. The sun rose at 536 this morning, it sets at 832 tonight. Around the province, we've got Estevan at 28, Saskatoon is 26, Swift Current 26, Weyburn 27, Yorkton 25, Regina is partly cloudy in 28, that's 82 Fahrenheit, Windsor from the west 22, gusting to 35, humidity 35%, barometer dropping 101.5.
Fog in Moose Jaw, 28, west-northwest at 22. Once again, Regina Park, the cloudy in 28, that's 82 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.